Sessions, after the beat. You're now listening to the Nameless Podcast, hosted by two sisters, Alicia and Sierra. Join us as we have intimate conversations with some of our closest friends about real-world struggles, lessons, and situations. Each episode will leave you thinking that was quite the experience. Talk to you soon. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is the Nameless Podcast. This is Alicia. What's up, y'all? And we are here for our first episode. Our first official episode, y'all. First official. So today we are going to be covering a topic that is kind of close to our heart. It really is, yeah, for sure. And sure. definitely very personal. So we're about to deep dive into deep dive Alicia and Sierra <laughs> Land over here. But first, before we get into that, let me shout out our uh, Instagram, our social media. Our Instagram, we're nameless underscore podcast underscore. And then if you got a Facebook, it's official nameless podcast. Yeah, make sure you give us a follow on both of those. We're definitely way more active on Facebook than we for are sure, on Instagram sure. at this time. Um, so you definitely want to give our Facebook a follow. You can get all the updates there. Yes, um, live updates and all. But do you want to let them know what, <laughs> who are you talking about? What are we today? talking about today for sure? So today, I'm sure our listeners, anybody out there, period, would have some type of experience with this, with caring for a sick family member. Yes. That is um, that is a deep topic. Though. It's a really deep topic, and we're about to dive in. <laughs> but no, personally, us two, we've dealt with our grandfather, rest his soul, yeah. um, and currently our father, who is not doing so well. We are caring for him, so that is actually something that is really hard for us, being the people that are taking care of him, you know? Yeah. So how do you feel? Like, what is the effect that you think it has on you mentally, physically, emotionally, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, it has a big effect, honestly. And it's something that, like, you know, you got to just work through it yourself, kind of. Mm. Um, especially because if people are sick, you know, it's not... they Sometimes... Okay, so let, let me break it down. So our dad, he is very sick, and a lot of doctors... He's gone to hundreds of doctors, and they don't know what is wrong with him. And unfortunately, I'm dealing with the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> so it's definitely something as far as genetics are concerned. Yes. And sure. they have run numerous tests on him, and they still don't really know what's going on with him. And it's just, it's, a, it's hard seeing him deteriorate over the something past couple that, yes. years with something that, you know, can't no one be knows. fixed and nobody <laughs> knows what it I'm is. I'm sure there's multiple people out there that their family member is going through something that they don't even know what it is. And you're just watching them every day, like, go through the same exact thing. And you don't even have the answer for them. Neither do the doctors. The doctors so, don't like, even. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's so hard even just watching that, like, mentally, physically, everything like that. Like, it does definitely take a toll on your body. Yeah, and taking him to, like I said, thousands upon thousands <laughs> of doctors, specialists, endoscopies, mm-hmm. all these procedures that normally, I'm doing quotes right now, normally yes. would, would come back, come like back this, with that. an answer. There's and nothing. it comes back that this dude is normal. <laughs> and, you know, our, our, I don't know, a lot of people probably don't know what our dad looks like but he is he's shorter than me and i'm five nine and yes see how tall are you uh i'm about five six so, so he's he's my height i think he's a little bit shorter than nah, me. nah that dude's definitely shorter than you like he's, say, like he's, sh- he's five, five six five I'm five, five if i'm five six he has to be five four 
He has to be about 5'4". Uh, nah, that's pushing it, though. He ain't 5'4". <laughs> He's definitely like 5'6". But, dude, like, this guy is 5'6". He used to be a stocky, 250. He was, he was, he was a little bulky. Back in the day. Stocky 250. <laughs> he was. Now, now he's like 112 pounds. 120 pounds. pounds if he's wet. Like, yeah. It's sad. It's, it's so sad. And he's just though. lost so much weight in the past couple years. Yeah. For that sure. it just like goes years. downhill. And I'm telling you, let's, let, let's like, these doctors, being that I'm 26. Mm-hmm taken him to numerous appointments of, of course and they i don't know they don't know that i am college educated and i know <laughs> what i'm talking about and i do my research and all that but they look at me like, like you don't know what you're talking i about. don't know what i'm talking about when i ask certain questions like oh have you tested for this have you tested for that Da-da-da-da-da. like i'm spitting stuff at them that they probably don't they even know, know about yeah. or they haven't even for thought sure. about so i'm spitting stuff at them and then it's like and my dad, love him to death, but he definitely has some cognitive issues. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He, cognitive is how? He dropped out of school in oh, eighth yeah. grade. You he didn't did. know he that? Did. Oh, yeah. I knew that. I he, knew that. No, I don't yeah. even think he made it to eighth grade. I think it was like seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade. grade, yeah. Love him to death, but yeah, but he definitely. He doesn't, he doesn't know himself, so like, I have like to true. step in. We have to step in true. to ask these like hard-hitting questions and stuff, but then the doctors look at you like, uh... What are you, what talking, are you about? talking about? Fact. They think that you don't <laughs> know because you're not the doctor, but you're actually coming in yes. here giving them things that they should be looking for. Exactly. Like, and then to add something on top of that, I look like I'm 18 years old. Yes. We we are very young looking individuals, even though I'm 26 years, about to be 24, 24 in December. We do look like we are like 19. 17. Yes. <laughs> I've even gotten called 13, okay? <laughs> That's a low one. 13. Dude, I don't know if it's because we're light skinned or what, but people come up to me and be like, oh, you look like my granddaughter. Oh, really? I How old's your granddaughter? Too. 13 oh no girl i'm 26 that. thank you i get that a lot too like you look like this person well <laughs> how old are they Is well just... they're about 18 well thank you for calling me 18 but that's not how old i, I think I am. it's just because we're light-skinned and curly hair but anyways let me get back to the topic so yeah um damn what was i saying oh about the doctor, about the doctor. doctor okay yes. yeah so look at us like we're crazy and then on top of that we are black Yes. So that's another layer to healthcare that a lot of people, you know. If you're a colored person in general, when it comes to healthcare, like they they're treat gonna you crazy. look at you like you don't know what you're talking about because you are a colored person. Right. And that's not 100 percent true. No. <laughs> I actually know a lot. Thank you very much. But it's <laughs> also facts, like though. that is like honestly, statistically, that is a thing. Like that is. If you go to a doctor's office or a hospital or sure. anything like that, and you're like, oh hey. I don't feel good. Like, this and third is happening to me. The doctor, like, I don't know, what, what ballpark the percentage that they won't believe you. Like, maybe, um, like, 50-50. I say, it might be 50 I think it depends on the doctor, though, because some doctors are actually like, oh, okay, we're concerned. But then other doctors look at you like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not even a thing. But, bro, I'm going through it. Yeah, like, how do you not believe me? Yes. And then I, I read an article before that was like, if that happens to you and you are African-American or multiracial and they don't believe you, you got to make sure you tell the doctor, like, hey, I'm telling you this and you're saying this to me. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's written down in my chart. For sure. Because y'all are, y'all are not, not believing not what, not I'm what I'm saying. For and sure. Let me break it down with, for you. That has happened 
for my father. I have called the doctor's office numerous times asking them to do certain this, this things. And, yep. and then I call them back and then I have to get a little professional um, ignorant on yeah, that. Literally, <laughs> professional ignorance is a thing because you can do that. You and can do that. Curse them out real quick because it's like, bro, like, how do you not, how do you not, how do you know how I'm feeling? Yeah. Or why didn't you write down the yes. last conversation I had with you? Listen, I worked in the doctor's office. I know what a CMR is, continuous medical record. Yes. Thank you. Every doctor's Cloud office needs that. Yes. No, that's facts, though. Like, but, they really be thinking that you don't know what you're talking about because they have the medical profession. But if you're literally watching, like, your loved one, even yourself, go through it every single day, and you know what your pain is, you know how they're feeling, how they're looking, why are you going to tell me that I'm lying? <laughs> that you're making it up. Like, I'm just making up that I'm having pain in my stomach. Like, that makes no sense because yeah. who would want to go through pain like that continuously and just constantly make that up? Like that's that doesn't make sense to me if you ask. Yeah. So I I agree and so yeah going through all of that definitely takes a toll on somebody because For it's sure. like bro like I I don't know what to do the doctors don't know what to do my dad doesn't know what to do nobody, nobody knows, knows what to do <laughs> so it's just basically like it's in you gotta limbo. live with it it's like, in limbo at this point for sure until something actually comes about there's no test or anything to figure it out and i myself personally can tell you that because yeah. everything that he's going through stomach issue wise i'm going through it myself and it's i've been to genetic. the doctors since i was about 16 i'm about to be 24 like they still don't know exactly what is wrong with me yeah. so and what are you what are your thoughts here on how doctors can change that like how can they like what should they do like, like to make that different to I, make personally, that different i feel like if a patient or a someone's family member or someone like that is coming to you like saying like look like this is what i'm feeling this is my symptoms blah 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 can you check for this this and this i feel like you should do that because at the end of the day the signs that you're seeing may be what you know instantly like right. all right they have the flu this is what their symptoms are yeah. but that flu can last for three four five six seven weeks and, and then at, at the end the of the flu. day it's not the flu <laughs> exactly it's not the flu so i feel like they should respect anyone's wishes when it comes to like yo can you just please check this like instead of them basically like denouncing you or like right. putting you down to the bottom like you don't know what you're talking about i'm the doctor here like i think they need to actually like take that into consideration i like, think i i definitely agree with you and i think they just need to be more human exactly <laughs> they need to have like empathy more like, empathetic yes for sure. most doctors they they don't have empathy like what is that called bedside Bedside manners. Bedside manners. Bedside manners. You need to work on your bedside manners, bro, because you ain't cutting it. <laughs> no, that's facts. That's for sure, because there are a lot of doc. like, not getting off topic, but personally, I just dealt with a doctor, a surgeon like that, to be honest. Oh, yeah, from so, an accident. Yeah, I was involved in an accident back in bro, February. This, surger this surgeon really just wanted to cut into her arm he and just, perform and play did. operation. And he now he wants to, he wanted to play operation again to remove it and make it vibrate everywhere. And it's not, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I literally. Vibrate. Well, when you hit the side of the operation thing, it vibrates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He played the operation perfectly fine to begin with. And you're now wrong, you're out, you're out, you're yes, out. Now he wants to go back in there and make it hit the sides and vibrate everything and play it wrong. That's what he wants to do. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still here. I yeah. made it through my surgery. You made it so. through the surgery, but again, it's just like... We're not experiments. We are human beings. Human just like beings. you guys are, doctor-wise. We're all human. That's why I had a cut on the one nurse one time when I called 
to dad. dad um for dad's office because she was like oh, this is like clearly how she sounds like oh, i don't know it's not written down here anywhere and i'm like lady he needs this medication i've called you like four or five times spoken directly to you each and every oh, time i have i called. think i know what, what what lady we're talking about yes i know what lady we're I, talking we, about. we ain't gonna drop names but we i know her name but we know her and I had to cut on her and be like, I don't know if you have a sick family member or you yourself have been sick, but this is so unprofessional. And also, I don't know if y'all know, but I work for the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> you just had to drop that in. Let me drop, drop that in real quick. Might drop real quick. Uh, the listeners out there, I do. I am a state employee. And you don't know how many times here I have used that as a threat. I mean, Because works, I have though. the avenues to report them and exactly. stuff. Because it's like, bro, like get it together you know you're not doing what you need to do and you think no one's gonna catch you but when you do get caught you gonna be like oh my god game changer yes you don't want you don't want the um i don't even know what entity investigates healthcare. I don't even, I don't even know. but i will figure it out because is it the fda what? i'm a state employee is it the fda the cdc it's probably the cdc that's the center for disease control so they have to do doctor's offices in the, or the FDA. I don't even know. I don't. Honestly, that's a listen, good question. That, if anyone knows, please let us know. Please go to our Facebook at Official Name is Podcast and let <laughs> us know who investigates doctor's office. If it's the FDA, CDC, one of them. For malpractice purposes. <laughs> Yo, fuck, because that's actually a good question. I don't question. know who it is, but I know that if I, you know, ask somebody in my office and be like, hey, I need a... A direct line. I need a direct number. Can you hook me up? I, actually, I might even get on the phone. Governor Wolf. Yo, you can call the yo, governor. Yo, G Dub. G Dubs. G Dubs. <laughs> this office is messing with my father. No, that's fast. You try me. But, anyways, but let's, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. We just got off, but it's all right. Cause. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So, doctors out there, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm pretty change, sure y'all have Be felt more that. empathetic. Yes, Be doctors. Empathetic. If y'all doctors are out there listening, any doctor, if you're not even a doctor, if you're or the if you're fam- thinking about being a doctor, exactly, <laughs> family member, actual doctor, any one of y'all, if you're the family member, go harder for your family. If they keep telling you, right. nah, no, no, like go harder for them because you know deep down in your heart that that's what needs to be done. And doctors, just care more for your patients. <laughs> Seriously, just care more, please. Just do that. It's not that hard. And if you are doing that. Round of applause. Round of applause. In the studio, we got a round of applause going right now because I applaud all y'all doctors that actually care for your patients. For sure. But, But, what? I mean, all right, so, Dad, if you ever listen to this, hope you feel better sometimes. Dad, we love you. (laughs) Love you, Dad. But, no, um, another person that we, you know, have in our family or um, had in our family, our grandfather who passed away. Very ironically, on election day last year. And the funny story about him is he woke up two days before election day asking if Joe Biden had won presidency. That's all he cared about. That's all he cared about. And ironically, he happened to pass on election day when we found this out. Not only that, but we all know how there was like a whole week where we didn't have a president. And we pulled into the cemetery on that Saturday to bury him. And we found out who the president was. turn on CNN, and it says, we can now project Joe Biden is the next president of the United yep, States. Yep. I was like, yeah, one time for you, Gramps, because you made that happen. Yes. Anyways, that so sucks. let's bring it back. <laughs> bring it back again. But yeah, watching him, he, he deteriorated pretty quickly. quicker and than we expected. Very sure. quick. I mean, it was like 
what, a month and a half? I think it was a month that it's, he started to get really sick, but honestly, it was about a week after we had that, after we had that appointment. Yeah, Grandma and I went to um, geriatric. a geriatric doctor. Yes. They did a, like an assessment that was like an hour long, and they were testing for all. He thought he was dementia. in 1995. Yeah, they did like a memory test. He thought he was in 1995. It was yeah, it was it was pretty upsetting. So and sucks. then we had a whole family meeting to on go a over. Tuesday. We had yeah. a meeting on a Tuesday with the doctor, a whole family meeting. To go over his things, and he was in the last stage of, of dementia. vascular dementia, which yes. is related to, like, having strokes and stuff like that. And he actually did have a stroke that we did not know about right. at one year. Like, yes. we knew about at least, like, the two or three that he had, yeah. but he got an MRI after, like, once we noticed he was starting to, like, not be himself. Yeah. My grandma took him for an MRI, and we found out that he did have a... a fourth or fifth Just, stroke yeah. that we no one knew about and yeah. that's probably what caused the ending of snapping into that dementia i don't know i think everything happens for a reason Fact and so. um yeah we had that family meeting and it was the following tuesday. it was like on tuesday and the following tuesday two more weeks it was no one. no it wasn't a week uh, no i i'm pretty sure it was a week because it was right around halloween we had the meeting on a tuesday because I had to go to work then the next, the, right after it. And then the following Tuesday, because that weekend was Halloween weekend on the 30th. So maybe it was like it a week was and a, a half. It was like a week and a half right after we had that meeting. Oh, damn. Yeah, from yeah. from that meeting that we had, he was, you know, his normal jovial self. Uh, I don't know if y'all know my grandpa, if, if, we, if you heard stories about us. him. But this dude was the funniest dude alive. <laughs> like, he literally was like, but he was like so snarky with it. Yes. He was like he was so a man of few words, but when he would say his words, <laughs> he, you'd be like, "Yo, did he just say that to me?" Like, <laughs> no, like seriously though, like he he was laughs, but yeah, it was definitely hard that For week, sure. like just seeing it, it happen so quickly. Because I remember I had just gotten out of work. It was probably like three in the morning. I had gotten out of work. I got a call. Stating like, yo, we gotta go to grandma's. It was, yo, I I ran out my house. I I was in my driveway still. I was in the driveway in my car. I just pulled up. Mom calling me. I was like, all right, I'm going. Put my car right in drive. Drove down my driveway and was out. Like, yeah, we we thought that night was it, but then he. I mean, unfortunately, that was the last night he like ever said anything to us. But yeah, that was when everyone got there. That was. Yeah, man. I was asking everybody for a beer because I needed one myself. Fact, we did it was pop like three. It was three in the morning. You <laughs> seen I was drinking. Stress. But no, it was definitely hard seeing it go by fast. And that Facts, day we so. had that appointment at the geriatric doctor. My grandma and I, he could barely even walk. Like, mm-hmm. like now that I think about it, that was the last time he walked, yes. and it was with me and grandma. And like we had to like literally hold him up by his belt buckles. That's what I had to do even, when I took him. Too. She to okay. I met her at the appointment. She threw him. Not through him, but gently placed him <laughs> on her desk chair oh, and rolled, rolled him, out. him out from the bedroom yes. to the front door because he, he couldn't walk. Yes, I remember that. I remember y'all telling me that story. Like, I had to roll him out on my desk chair. Yeah, man. It was tough. But to go back to the doctors, that doctor's office, St. Luke's yes. geriatric doctor's office over, um, what is that, Center Valley. Center Valley, yes. Best doctor's office For I've sure. ever been to. For sure. Because they knew. They actually the can. 
they and they still do care for grandma yeah they do they're definitely still there for support they're still there for support system everything for my grandmother which and for the whole family actually like if we needed it we could resource to that so yeah so that so we got dad's doctors on the other side i don't give two hoops does dad go to lehigh valley he does but see that's two different things in the, but in the also, valley let's let's bring it back now grandpa was white true you're Dad's right black. you're right that is that so is a factor. it plays into it it plays into as it as much as people don't want to say that plays a factor it, it does. does play a factor and possibly age even dad's only 57 grandpa was, grandpa 82. was 82 yeah so i mean maybe it's just the type of like service in the doctor's office you're going to but also like at the end of the day it's still you shouldn't be treating because dad and grandpa both have diabetes they both they both have the, the same, same kind the of the same, same problems. problems yeah grandpa towards the end he started to get like sick constantly yeah. everything that dad has now so it's like y'all are still treating them too se- but then again it still is two separate facilities True. like so it might just be lehigh valley or st luke's like it ha- right, I maybe think it we shouldn't to- be calling out the I mean, hospital system sorry. something like- <laughs> sorry y'all i'm just i'm just calling y'all out personal experience only yes. don't sue us thanks don't use this but, for yeah, grandpa's grandpa's office there was definitely good, yeah. very supportive they actually listened like mm-hmm. the interview with me and grandma he he was interviewed separately yes. for like an hour and then grandma and i were interviewed for an hour so you and then they switched. at the same time but with different people yeah so the woman gave grandpa the memory test okay for like 45 minutes the doctor sat with me and grandma for 45 minutes okay. and then they switched okay so then the doctor and then the doctor and, yeah, wanted to talk right. to grandpa for like another hour and then the memory person came and talked to us for like another okay. hour so like they were definitely in depth and i don't know if that's like their protocol for that type yeah, of I office like that's a long like but for like a it was the first yeah, um appointment, first appointment too yeah i feel like that's like a i don't know but they definitely did a lot of good work and went above and beyond so it's just like the the freaking scales man it's like literally a scale like you get one doctor that cares another doctor that doesn't why can't y'all both care oh (laughs) i feel like all doctors just need to care (laughs) yeah it doesn't matter like if you're a geriatric doctor if you're a podiatrist if you're a children's doctor like you still need to care the same exact way that you cared for that person that came in before me yeah Y'all need y'all need to change how you act sometimes. Some Protocol needs out to there. be changed. Policies need policies to be changed. Procedures, all everything. But yo, no. Speaking about policies, procedures is like the support too. Like, oh my god, is there? Like, I mean, I know personally for that we do have help. Yes, but at the him. end of the day, you know how many jumps and loops that these people probably have to get through to get that support. Girl, and they don't know the avenues. Listen, being that I work for the state. I do know something. Yes, for sure. That a lot of people probably don't know about that I honestly didn't know about two until years ago that, until yeah. I started working yeah. in this job. But there is a thing called waiver services. What is that? So if you get like state benefits like mm-hmm. Medicaid, if you have SSI and there's like there's a whole bunch of, you know, very specifics. But if you have and qualify for any of those benefits, you can get what's called waiver services, mm-hmm. which is basically like you can get an aide to come in and help okay, you. Okay, okay for a certain amount of time out of the day or like you can get a family member to do that and you would get paid and stuff so like that but it's something that can be there yeah it's, okay. like, it's like a home health aid i mean people probably have heard about that yeah, it's not sure. like a cna it's like an it's aid. just an aid like it's you're just aid. there yeah like, you're to help there. out like yes. there cook meals and all that but i started that process for dad probably like what was that like a year and a half ago maybe he just got approved no he didn't just get approved but 
that whole process, like I had to call in, set up an appointment. They sent me an application. Somebody had to come and talk to him. And then I had to do another application. And somebody else what? had to come talk to him from a from the aging office. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then they had to approve it. And then they had to call me back to so tell me like how many. eight-week process. It, it was probably like two, three months almost. Like, not even joking. So you're going to tell me that they're going to take two, three months to get an aid yeah. out to someone that is in need. Yeah. Because of all yeah. this paperwork. Yeah. And then and then you have to do, like, he just had his redetermination interview, like, three months ago. That so took an hour and a half. They redetermine if you can keep the aid? Yeah. And they go over everything wow. that, like, his medications, his current, like, everything. They go over his whole medical history to make sure that he can still have the aid. I mean, I feel like if it's obvious. my medical history, I'm still going to have it so i still need the aid you know <laughs> nothing like, has changed nothing has changed in the past six weeks like nothing's changed i don't get that though. but yeah i mean that is something that is there but it's very difficult to, and you wouldn't to, know unless you have the proper yeah. resource like it's not like a hospital tells you like no. hey we have this for you when you get out like if you've been in the hospital for a long time yeah it's not like anyone it's, like your insurance company even calls you up like hey you know you're eligible for this this and this i don't even think like, they do that that's what i'm saying it's not like they do that because you know how so many people would know that they're eligible for certain programs if they're if they didn't have to call in themselves yeah. and try to figure it out yeah like so many people nobody and nobody knows about these things and but the thing is like that is support there it but is. that is really the only thing like off the top of my head without like hopping on like google or something that of. i could think of that is mm -hmm. actually there to support somebody in their day-to-day -day, like everyday Life, living and yes. lifestyle Unless like in a, a nursing home but who yes. wants to put their family member in a nursing, in a nursing home? home you know like, how many you, times i threatened dad to do that oh i know we both <laughs> said it but anyway dad we love you we ain't hearing this but um that's because he's so hard-headed though when it comes to his age. yeah so but no but that's, that's a hard thing though that's the only thing like i said that i could think of mm -hmm. I and and he's gone through like four different aids because they want to leave they, they don't want to stay there listen the one aid that that he got that was like what was that like a month ago a month, a month and a half it was ago, a new think, one yeah. that came in yeah and she went on vacation for a week. Yes. I didn't know she was on vacation. None for of a us week. knew. Nobody called me. And my dad, he... Ended up in the hospital. He ended up in the hospital. <laughs> but the only reason why is because the fill-in person for the lady that was on vacation... She quit. She quit. So she could file for unemployment. But how do you... You don't get unemployment if you quit. I thought you had to get oh fired. Gosh, she thought she did. She well, she could. I thought you get, had to get fired to file for unemployment. I don't know. But it's just like, yo, like... Again, let's let's bring it back to caring, caring for people. <laughs> like you're an aide, this is your job. You know that you have to stay in this household with this person that is sick all day. Yeah. Or at least let someone know, like, hey, I'm not coming back. Can you send someone else? But no, we find our dad what a week later. Yeah. In and shambles, basically. In shambles. <laughs> basically, not even okay. No, because like, we didn't know we that didn't, nobody exactly. was there for a whole week, and the agency finally calls me and like, hey, so and so's not there. Just so you know, call my dad up. Doesn't answer the phone. Yes. Like blew his phone up. Rushed phone, over there. No, afterward. that's when his phone was off. His oh, phone was. Oh, right, his online. phone was broken. It was. No one knew. It was broken for probably like a week. Yeah. None of us knew. Rushed over there. And then and we find him in the bed. Had him. Had to take him to the hospital because hospital. he hadn't had an aid for a week. So yeah. Tie it all back into. Yeah. Aids and doctors, you need to care. <laughs> you need to care. Because at the end like, of the day, that's that's your job. That's your profession. Like, yeah. 
And if you don't like your job, find another find one. Find another one. Ask. Exactly. But don't do that to my family member. Because no. imagine if someone did that to their family member. They it would be a completely different way. story. Exactly. It'd be, I'm in the healthcare field. Well, so why didn't you treat my family member <laughs> like you're in the healthcare right. field? It's just, yeah, like, maybe that's... I don't know. Maybe that's our viewpoint, but I feel like that should be a viewpoint for I everyone. I think we're just way empathetic. I think so. And I care for And everyone. understanding. Yes, I care for and a lot. And a lot of people, that's not a trait that they have. It's not. A lot of people... It's hard just, to it's find It's all that. me, 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 me. Yeah, selfishness is a lot. Especially yeah. nowadays. Yeah. It's like everyone thinks that they're on top and better than the next person just because of what they do or... Right. Like, no, I no. can not go to college and still be a billionaire. And you could go to college and... You're still paying loans for seven years, okay? Hey, don't talk about them loans like that. They, oh, my bad, you my know, bad, my you bad. know, we haven't had to pay them for a while, and I haven't. Paid oh, them. I know because you got forgiveness. We got, we got forgiveness right forgive. now. But nah, nah, nah. Yeah. So I think honestly, there needs to be more like out there in your face support yes, resources, resources for family members and for people that are going are caring for caring. these sick family yes. members like it needs to be like what like commercials like we need everything out there Why because don't we make the commercial i mean we could do that we could i think we, we could do that but then we we, we don't have, have a healthcare field to do <laughs> never mind scratch yeah, that scratch commercial. that but um if you need a commercial put together we got you we got you um, with anyways that. so yeah i think that like it needs to be more out there in your face mm-hmm. like even if you go to a doctor's office just for like a checkup doctor and they see you're not feeling that well they should be like oh hey What's this is what on? you can do. This is the help we have available for you. Or these are the resources. I mean, I do see nowadays doctors' offices. They are actually doing like the um the depression surveys when they come in with you, like asking you okay. like how many times like a yeah, week have you been that. like yeah. upset, like everything. Yeah. But personally, I feel like if you even say anything, they don't say they anything. don't give you the resources no, that are don't. needed after they you tell don't. them like, "Yep, yeah, I'm depressed. I don't want to be here." Okay, we're just gonna send you home with this prescription. Like, I need yeah. resources. I need someone to talk, talk to. to. Like, every person needs a resource in order to talk to someone. Yeah, and that's something that needs to happen. It needs to change. It's a, it's a <laughs> big thing that needs change. to change in the healthcare field in general. Healthcare in the United States alone is... is absolute crap. A little bit touchy subject for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I mean, thankful that we got it. Yeah, and but that... Yeah. There's a lot of changes that need, need to, to happen. What is it? Andrew, Andrew Fucci? Fauci? Isn't he the runner of the department services? Listen, man, I don't know. Well, whoever you are with the CDC, there need to be changes. Why you can't keep talking about this? Because isn't the CDC and the, the same thing? Like, that's where they do all the, like, the immunizations. And that's where they tell you where the flu comes from. Like, Yo, I remember World War Z where they had to go get, like, the, the vaccine. Yes. I know the building they were going to was the CDC building. You can't even say it. Exactly. That's what I'm, like I've, I honestly, I feel like the CDC is the main corporation for them all. It might be the, the diseases, but I, I feel like that's because they do come out and uh, the National Health Organization. I, I don't know. We, we, we spin stuff up that we, we don't, don't even know. know. I'm just guessing at this point. It's a guesstimate. But yeah, it definitely needs to come down from, you need to trickle Someone. down federal, state, local. Yes. That's all that needs to happen. And until until the actual government tries until to do it. the higher top does anything, yeah. no one else is going to do no. anything. And that's the problem with everything. The, you need the higher top to do it in order for everyone else to do it but if the higher top doesn't do it everyone else doesn't do it yeah so they're like a pyramid effect like you know what let's let's drop our quote be the change you wish to see in the world 
Yes, that's why we're doing everything that we're doing. Yeah, let, we're talking about things that need to change and how we view. And this is something. View it. And that is, it's something that's important because, listen, all those baby boomers right now, shh, uh-huh. grandma's a baby boomer. She's yes. 68 years old, man. For like, sure. they're all, they're the highest population of, of Americans yes. right now. For and sure. they're all old. No offense, no, if you're baby and no offense to y'all if you're baby boomers. But. You're not that old, but you you getting up there. Yeah, yeah. And and you're going to run into a lot of health problems. Yes. And the people that are caring for you, if they don't care, which what are you going like, to do? Expe- oh, I was about to say, especially like veteran, disabled veterans, but that's a whole nother. That's another topic. That's another topic that's that a, we'll that, get into. That's, an that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. You got people who fought for the country that don't that, even have a house. Like, that saying, don't even yeah. get... Like, all right, all right, all right, bring it back. Let's, yeah, let's let me, say that let for next time. <laughs> now that y'all know what our next episode will be yeah, about. We'll cover that next episode. But last thoughts, Sierra, on, on caring for a sick family member. and I mean, like it's that. hard. Like, if anyone's out there doing it, just know it will get better eventually. Like, yes, some deaths might come out of it, some passings and all that. But at the end of the day, like, you know that you did everything that you could for that family member while they were here. Right. So... Mentally, physically, everything, it's draining on you. But at the end of the day, you know that you did what you could do, you know, so. And How you I agree. About that, though? I yeah, agree. I mean, sure. listen, I agree with everything you just said. And if you get frustrated, because I know sometimes oh, I get frustrated sure. with my dad. Because it's I like, bro, too. like, you know what you need to be doing. But you know you need to take it. these pills. Yes. You know you need to do X, Y, Z. You know you need to feed yourself. But you don't do drink it. Drink water, but you don't do it. And it's like, bro, I can't be there every <laughs> single day, every hour of the day. That's why you have, have the aid. aid. Yes, but if the aid doesn't show up, then you're back to the cycle right. of what do you do in that aspect because the doctor or the aide is not caring when you yeah. can't be there and so if you care too much no not too much if you care yes. there's no too much or not enough, not enough if yeah. you even care and the caring causes you to be frustrated because you're just not seeing what you want to see just yeah take some time for yourself walk away you may need to put that phone call on mute for a couple, couple hours seconds, <laughs> you might need to do something but besides that It'll be okay. It will and, be. And yeah, you just got to be there to support them because, honestly, sometimes it's the, hard, they, yeah. the, the sick individuals themselves don't even know really what's going on. And they sometimes feel like they're a burden, a burden on everyone. Yeah. That they don't want to ask you, oh, can you help me again? Like, I know for a fact grand, my, our grandfather used to feel that way because he used to tell us all the time, like, I don't want to bother you. Like, you're not bothering me. If you need that help, you need that help. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're the one that's going through it. I'm here to support you. Yeah. So... And I'd rather you ask me. Then try to do it yourself and right. you get hurt or right. something goes bad. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we, this was a deep topic it conversation, was. sis. It was. It really was. We needed that, though. We need that. Yeah, we need that. But if anybody out there listening, going through the same thing, for you sure. know, let us know how you how you're feeling about it, and if you if you need any support, we will be there for that support too because for we sure. have We've firsthand experience. So All definitely that, yeah. reach out to us. For sure. Go follow yeah. us on Instagram again at nameless underscore podcast underscore. And then on Facebook, the official name is podcast. Uh, like Alicia said before, um, our Facebook is more active and we do more live updates and everything on there. Yeah. So go find us on there and just interact with us. You know, like like you said, if anyone has the question or the answer to who, what is it? What was it? Who um, investigates doctor's offices? <laughs> 
coming back to I'm this coming back to this question because I need to know who investigates doctors' offices. If it, is it the FDA, the CDC, like? If y'all know. But we need it specifically in Pennsylvania. Yes, please. just in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, but I think it might be the same thing because the CDC runs everything. The FDA runs everything. I don't know everything. if a fed, the federal government would step in for to investigate in doctor's office in Allentown. You're right. All right. Well, I guess. All right. If but, y'all know, let me know. Yeah, but comment also, too, if you if you have or are a doctor. A doctor? Yeah, wait, person. hold on. Let me, let me say it right. If you have a doctor or you are a doctor that actually cares <laughs> shout them out and Let if you have know. a doctor or are a doctor that doesn't care girl man you need Can to fix your life <laughs> just start caring for just us. start caring yeah but now also if you are someone that has a family member or you are going through that like let us know your your experiences like yeah. we're here to listen to y'all we're here to talk with y'all like we're not just the podcast we will interact yeah. with y'all for sure so reach out to us let us know your thoughts your ideas whatever like yeah well listen. you wanna you wanna talk about real quick what next episode, next episode? is all right next episode as we all know 9 is coming up yeah 20 years um, man 20 years yes so there's a lot of people still out there like i kind of touched on it before like veterans and oh, military disabled all that go. so we're gonna be having a few actual firsthand people that were in it that, that are veterans. Are veterans, yes, that have experience, have gone through what they were on tours, right? Um, somebody, one person that was in the army was in Korea. Another person okay. that was in the navy was in Thailand, I okay. believe, and a couple other Asian countries. And, that, that's and still, we're gonna be just tackling military mental military, health. Yes, and and physical health. What other time? What happens do when it? you come home? Exactly. That's exactly what I was touching yeah. about. You're a disabled vet. You're. You're a retired vet. Like, you don't really have the resources that you need, yeah. being that you fought for your country. Right. So, we'll get that firsthand for and, y'all, for sure. And also, we're going to definitely touch on what's going on in Afghanistan oh, now, right being now. the 20 years from since 9-11, and get their thoughts on that, too. So Taliban, all that. So yeah, ooh, that's crazy right now. And what other time to do it? 9-11. 9-11. So. I mean, I don't know if it's an appropriate time, but it's the it's, time. It's a good time. Okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, something well, that needs to be talked about. But Well, this is the Nameless Podcast, hosted by me, Alicia. And me, Sierra. And we will talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. Hey, what's up? Be the change hotline. Put clothes right now. Leave a message, and I'll get back to you soon. Is this Nameless Podcast? I heard y'all was being the change. Guess I missed y'all. I'll see y'all later.